Hey guys, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Nick. And this is Get Busy Flying, a super casual podcast about us both getting our private pilot's licenses. Is this, is that how you say it? Private pilot license. Yeah, so this is how it's going to go. Basically, after every single one of our lessons, we get together as a married couple and chat about our experiences. We hope you like the journey. What a long, strange trip it's been. (laughs) It's a a good thing we're better pilots than podcasters. Yeah, no shit, huh? That's what I was thinking. We were just uh, adding up our hours from the last time we did a podcast. I'm like 20 hours ahead. Oh, man. So much for... um you know, doing an episode after every single lesson. <laughs> yeah, but people would get bored with this shit. Man. Uh, yeah, you that's know? for I mean, sure. The last 20 hours have been, I mean, some night flights, which you recorded your night flights, but, you know, mine was basically the same. And then just prepping, of, getting better at this shit. Yeah. yeah. You have 20 more hours since Something our last podcast? Like that. I, I have about, know. I have about 15 more hours. Yeah. But, I don't know exactly. I'd yeah. have to pull out my book, but I'm around, I think, before we said I was around 40 and I think I'm pushing 60. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have about, about I have there. like 71 hours right now. Woo. Yeah. So, uh, we have been in full blown, um, check ride preparation mode and I haven't studied this hard since I was <laughs> probably in junior high. I think in high school you I just did not stumbled. study in junior high. You're bull. You're lying. That's probably the lot before I started doing drugs and I actually gave a <laughs> shit about um, about schooling was in junior high. <laughs> high school I just kind of stumbled through. That's, so that is a way to put it. This yeah. is the first time I've actually really gave a shit about learning something. So I don't think I've studied this hard in a long time. I am so proud of you. Yeah, the the studying in this household has been on full blast. Legit. Legit. Although yeah. you are a much better studier than I am. You think so? Huh? I do. Well, I you know why I have to study harder is because I'm not as smart as you. That is a goddamn fact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only way I can keep up with you is study <laughs> twice as hard. <laughs> That's how I feel about flying. Uh, That's how I feel about the practical aspect. So, mm. okay. So, what's the what's the good news? What's the relevant news? Well, it's Thursday night, eleven o'clock. No, eight, nine o'clock. What time is it? I can't see the clock. Nine right. o'clock. And I have a check ride tomorrow at <gasps> eleven a.m. Your check ride is tomorrow. It is. Yeah. So, how do you feel? I feel pretty ready. Like, I I know I'm not going to do perfect. I'm not shooting. I'm shooting for perfection, but I'm not expecting perfection. I feel like I got enough knowledge to bullshit my way through this one. Uh, Just just enough to be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, just enough to be dangerous. No, I I feel pretty good about it. I feel like I I, I have been studying pretty hard, and I feel like I have a pretty well-rounded knowledge of everything for the oral. And the practical is really just... Everything I've been practicing for the last 60 hours, so... You've been practicing your maneuvers so much. Yeah. You have a lot of time practicing your maneuvers. Well, so, I feel like as long as I don't choke, you know, like, let the stress get to me or whatever, that, you know, I just have to do what I do um, all the time, you yeah. know? Get out there and just fly, and 
Um, I think the key for me is to stay ahead of the curve and don't let myself get behind on stuff. Like always try and be thinking two steps ahead. Yeah. And I think that that will keep me in a position of power instead of a position of um, like, oh shit, I'm behind the curve. I need to hurry. And then once you start hurrying, then your brain starts going to mush and then you're fucked. I think so, that's true for all of aviation, isn't it? I think it? that's true for all of life in general. Like, and mm-hmm. anytime you're in a multitasking, stressful um, environment, like the key to stay in the power position is to stay ahead of the decision making. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm shooting for doing tomorrow. And the other thing, like I was mentioning to you bo- before, is is really like never feel like I'm in a like trying to hurry up anything. You know, as you get better at stuff, sometimes you try and pick up the pace. And tomorrow I'm going to try and slow the pace down. Yeah. Even if I feel like I can go faster. Um, mm-hmm. I want to, like, really take that extra little bit of time with my with my um, checklist. And just kind of, like, like, slow it down a little bit and make sure that I'm not missing anything. Because it's, it's easy to let your mind start um, going faster and trying to, like impressed by being fast at shit and i would rather be efficient and um get it right than to be fast fast yeah. so what is it slow is steady and steady is fast or some shit um like? yeah. yep yeah, that's a like that. that's a skydiving four-way um something like that yeah. yeah slow is smooth and smooth is fast something like that yeah yes yes so are you feeling pretty good for the most yeah. part, I mean, of course, I have the nerves, and um, and uh, I'm a little, you know, like I would be lying if I said I didn't have a slight insecurity or something. But um, I think, I think that, I think, like I said, what I just said, like take my time and and don't try and hurry up and just do my thing, and I think I'll be able to do just fine. You know, I, I've met with this examiner, and you know, we've talked and. Uh, he's the same examiner that does most of the people at the check ride, uh, check rides for our school. And so luckily I think we have a leg up knowing since our instructors know his style of teaching. And yeah. so they kind of have pre- prepared us for things that he really looks for and, you know, things to, uh, that maybe aren't as important and like, you know, whatever. Like I think we have a little bit of a leg mm-hmm. up having a little bit. And most of our friends that have gone through there have done their check rides with Tom. Yeah. Do you know if your instructor Gabe has done his check rides with done any check rides with Tom? I you don't, don't know. I probably. Oh, maybe. I know that my instructor John has not done any with Tom. He he did his several check rides that he's done before Tom got here, but. Um, so I was annoyed by that. I was like, "Damn it! I thought you had already done one with Tom." <laughs> I had no idea. But um, I was uh, I was wanting you to describe what your scenario is for this check ride. So, what does Tom have you doing tomorrow? Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, what is your check ride gonna look like? What are you prepared for tomorrow? So, I've done a flight plan to fly to Havasu. Havasu, Lake yep. Havasu. Fly to Lake Havasu. So it's a hundred and fifty mile flight, and I've done the full dead reckoning stuff i've done i've got it all mapped out on four flight i've done all the shit to to make that happen of course we're not going to fly there i know that we're going to divert almost immediately and he's going to start throwing curveballs at me um but that's what i've been preparing for 
And I think I've, you know, if he has any questions for me in regards to that flight, I think I, that I've pretty much mapped it all out into great detail. So, um, so that, yeah, if I know he's going to divert us, but if he has any questions about it, I feel like I'll be able to answer him. Yeah. Thanks to your help making sure um. that I, you know, like the MOA <laughs> thing today, I didn't even think about making sure to, cause we do fly through a, a, a military section and yeah, well, I, I just knew my, my thought was, well, we'll be on flight following. And, and I also knew that we weren't going, but you know, my, my, if you were to ask about that, I'd be like, Oh, flight following would let me, mm-hmm. or, or w- would tell me what I need to do. And that's not, I can't be depending on flight following. <laughs> That's stupid, man. Yeah. So at yeah. at dinner, uh, I I have I have the same exact plan. Like I just met with Tom yesterday, and he told me, "Yeah, make a flight flight plan for Havasu. My check rides a week from now." Anyway, I haven't done my flight plan yet, and so tonight I just kind of pulled it up on the computer while we were eating dinner, and I said, "Okay, so you're flying through the Turtle Moa." I said, "So do you know anything about the Turtle Moa?" Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, but I know that you don't need uh, permission to go through there. You just need to, you know, do caution. And so, anyway, we at dinner tonight we looked it up and realized that uh, the that military operation area doesn't even go into effect until eleven thousand eleven thousand MSL, which is no factor for your flight. And so, I'm very glad that we looked that up <laughs> before your flight tomorrow, so that you can present that information to Tom because no doubt he is expecting you to have some information about your flight and mm. you know um I mean not just some information all available information about your flight isn't that the whole thing yeah but, but yeah like I, it hadn't even really occurred to me that the the MOA could be for that high, you know, I, I think that's the first time either one of us had thought about the fact that it wasn't just surface to fucking infinity. Like, oh yeah, it's high. Mm. So that's cool to know. But I actually had to Google how to find that information on four flight. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still just sort of limping through this just a little bit. Hey, how much yeah. could we possibly know in this short amount of time? Yeah, it's been three months exactly, basically. We know enough to be dangerous. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that is a fact. We're like we're like AFF students with. We're about to get our twenty fifth jump tomorrow. Yeah. We're gonna get our A license. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't mean we that which means we know jack shit. That's true. You know, I was flying with my instructor earlier. We did a, about an hour together today, and he was telling me that the most unsatisfying part of his job, he said, it's so, it's so dissatisfying to be a CFI that I work with somebody from knowing nothing, and I work with them for months to get them to the point where they take this check ride to to become a pilot and like this super exciting thing that they're nervous about and all this information, all this effort. And I don't get to be with them on their check ride. I just have to hear about it later. It's so unsatisfying of not being able to experience those nerves and see the highs and the lows. And I just have to get a little report. How was it? And I thought, Oh fuck. I, like it's just the opposite being a skydiving instructor, you know, we get to take them from beginning. You have to impress me the whole fucking time. 
I'm the one who's going to give you your license. You have to prove to me that you're safe. I saw your entire progression unfold before my eyes. And I get to see what your real attitude is, not just how did you show up on fucking testing day. And so, I mean, I've, I've actually thought about this a lot, about how much I am resistant to the idea of having to take a test instead of like earning my certificate through my instructor who knows what my strengths are, who knows my weaknesses, who has seen me go through the whole process. Instead, I have to go through this stressful thing with this old guy that I don't know. And he's testing on a, okay, it has to be perfect this one time. You know, I've been resistant to this idea the whole time. And maybe that's just because I've grown up in the skydiving world where we're not really tested like that i guess to get our ratings we are but not to become a licensed skydiver or not but um yeah yeah i uh i've been sitting in on a lot of your ground sessions with gabe so your instructor gabe has been doing a lot of prep work with you uh I think what? How many hours have I sat in with you guys? Probably five or six yeah, ground sessions. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So my instructor has been incredibly hard to book. He is booked solid. He's working two full time jobs, and I have just not been able to get enough time with him. And so I feel like I'm really lucky that I've been tailing along with you and going to all your sessions. I am very prepared because I've been a part of that um and actually yesterday i booked a flight with your instructor gabe and he he put me through a mock check ride and i have another one on sunday um because i just don't have i just don't have enough time with gabe Mm -hmm. uh gabe john John. yeah so like i did my first mock check ride with john two days ago and (laughs) it was the first time that i've tracked a vor in flight and I'm like, so this isn't really a mock check ride if I'm doing something for the first time and you're coaching me through it. That's not a mock check ride. Yeah, yeah, this is a mock check ride. No, I'm not considering this a mock check ride if I'm fucking learning something. That for is the first time. That is lit yeah. no, well I did all my I did all my VOR stuff in the simulator. Uh and the last time I was in the simulator I was flying a fucking Cirrus. <laughs> and, and it's just not the same when you can just hit pause talk about it, unpause, pause, talk about it, unpause. And you're flying an aircraft that's nowhere even remotely close to what you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I learned the, I learned the process of how to do lost procedures with a VOR, um, which is interesting, but the very first time, actually we didn't even, I'm sorry, we didn't even do VORs on my mock check ride with John. He left it out. I didn't track a VOR until my mock check ride with Gabe yesterday for the first time. And I fucking nailed it. I nailed it. Um, I did loss procedures with a VOR and I tracked a VOR yesterday. But the thing that I did with John the first time on my mock check ride with him was unusual attitudes. I had never done that where you, he basically, what that is, is um, I had to just close my eyes and put my head down in my lap and he fucking took the plane for a joyride and he goes okay your controls and I look up and we're like diving to the ground at 120 miles an hour um and I have to just ride us or we're you know 
basically he made me fucking seasick and then said, okay, fix Make us. Right. <laughs> and of course, I nailed that. But I mean, the very first time I'm doing it is a week before my check ride. So mm-hmm. I was, I, you know, today he was saying like, oh, you did good on our mock check ride. I'm like, that wasn't a fucking mock check ride. It wasn't like, cool. You took me out and made me give you a passenger briefing and you had me, uh, you expected me to to call out my clearing turns for the first time, but, um, not a mock check ride. So anyway, I also have Gabe, your instructor to put me through a mock check ride on Sunday. And then I have two flights with John on Monday and then my check, uh, Tuesday and then my check rides on Wednesday. So I'm feeling extremely prepared. No, not yet. I will feel extremely prepared. I have a whole week, but how funny was it yesterday when we were in Tom's office? So Gabe took us into Tom's office so that I could meet the examiner, Tom's examiner. And he introduced me to Tom and then they were, you guys were, you know, working out scheduling things. And Tom just looks at me and he says, so when you come to the check ride, make sure you know your airplane, know the systems, know your engine. Don't, come to me and just say, yeah, it's an engine. You need to know all the details of the engine and the fuel system and the, this and the, that. And he's looking at me in the eye and how much were we laughing about that? Nick? (laughs) How, how much do you think that other girls like females go to their check ride and have no fucking idea how an engine works? Like it probably happens. I'm sure it does. I'm not even going to say gender specific, but I'm sure people show up not having any understanding of their planes. I'm sure that there are more women that show up that have no fucking idea how an engine works. Because I didn't know. Well, I didn't know how an engine worked until I started studying it, and I think it would have been really easy for me to bat my eyes and be like, "Yeah, it's an engine." It goes vroom, vroom. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't want to deal with that, so he was really clear. Yeah, he was actually pretty clear on, like, these are the things I am expecting of you. He Mm. wanted to make sure that we understood weather, you Mm. understand your plane. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he gave you a couple, like, cliff note, know this shit. Don't Uh show up here. Yeah. Make sure you got your weight and balance and you know your flight plan and and um, be prepared to tell me how you reached your decision to go or not go Mm. on this trip to Havasu like show me every step of the way how you reached this decision so I'm fucking ready I live my life in a go no go area as an instructor so I'm there I'm fucking there. You are. Yeah. So we've been having fun and sorry we haven't updated the podcast recently. I don't really know why. We just haven't wanted to, but uh, we are on the way. We are on the way. And even at 70 hours of flight, I still, I'm still so in awe of the magic of flight. Even just today, every time I rolled down that runway and I took off, I'm like, fuck, I'm flying, dude. It is the coolest thing. You get to fly a flying machine. I I really am. By yourself, even. 
That's so cool. Yeah, today they I They don't did... know you well. That's they the don't... problem. <laughs> you know? And I haven't let them in on the things that I know about you. I did an hour with my instructor, and then I dropped him off over by the, the school, and then I went out flying on my own for an hour. But um, one of the fun things... You know what I did for the first time today? I did a short field... No. I did a soft field touch and go. Have you actually done a full soft field touch and go yet? Yeah, where the front never comes. Yeah, never you know where you never you let. Just do a wheelie down the runway and take yep. back off. You land in a fucking wheelie and you take off in a wheelie. I I've been practicing my soft field landings because that was something that I haven't been. I I just I think I did it for the second time this last week. Um, but I'm starting to nail it. And then today he had me do a soft field touch and go. Yeah, that was fun. But my soft field takeoffs are like really good now. But yeah, that was fun. Cool. Was fucking fun. I'm still just tripping out that we're doing this. Yeah. Almost there, honey. Pretty soon we can fly together. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a day in the next day where we can get in the plane. <laughs> By ourselves. <laughs> There's going to come a day in the next day. Yeah. One oh. more day and then we can jump on a plane by ourselves and fly mm-hmm. together. Me as P-I-C, of course. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. And uh, proud of you when too. I was quizzing you last night on oral stuff, you impressed me. Like, you really know your shit. And uh, as long as you can access that information tomorrow... <laughs> When you're not with me, but you're with uh, an old guy, um, I think you're going to do great. Yeah. You know your shit. I'm, I'm really proud it. of you. Thanks. I'm proud of you, too. All right. Well, uh, we will definitely make time to update tomorrow to let everybody know what happened. Even if it's sad news, but it won't be sad news. You're going you're gonna to do great. Yeah. I feel pretty good about yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. And even if it is sad news... Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) All right. See you guys later.